Welcome to New Kids on the Block, a podcast for newcomers who want to explore blockchains and cryptocurrencies. On this show, we discuss and dissect all things crypto for beginners and intermediate users and help them navigate their way through this fascinating yet overwhelming new space. Let's dive right in. I pledge allegiance to the bags of the United States of crypto. And for the republic, we're making grands, one DAO, under God, indivisible, to infinity, and the Lambo dealership, we go. Welcome back, everyone, to a new episode of New Kids on the Block. Yes, it's a great, great time to be alive, and we're uh, going to be focusing today a little bit of a bonus episode um, to talk a little bit about a special topic. But before we get into that, would like to introduce my uh, good friend and colleague, Yidu. Yidu, how are you doing tonight? I'm feeling great, Vody. I am very much pumped for this special slash, um, I guess, kind of kind of a bonus episode to talk about the Constitution DAO, Constitution DAO and everything has transpired in the past week. Yeah, awesome. So I guess, um, you know, we want to keep this episode a little bit short. So I guess we'll just, uh, we'll, we'll jump into it. So... Um, I guess before we do, uh, maybe it's important to talk about a little bit of a, a rewind to, I think it was the episode we were talking about Ethereum. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of brought up DAOs, right. And, um, you know, we were, we were talking to Andy last week, um, from the brisket rib DAO. Um, and maybe it's just kind of a, a good refresher for some of the folks to kind of talk about what DAOs are and, um, just give kind of like a, a, a baseline for some folks so that yeah. we're all on the same page in regards to what a DAO is. So Absolutely. So a DAO is a decentralized autonomous organization. Um, it is a kind of a this formless organization, which there's no leader. And um, usually people or members in that DAO decide their own fate by voting. And every member has a certain amount of tokens or their um, DAO tokens, which allows them to vote um, or create proposals. And other members may be able to vote um, using the tokens in their hands um, as the government governance tokens. And uh, that will allow them to put forward any proposals anyone, anyone wants in that group and uh, put forward uh, any sort of implementation process um, that they think it's going to be beneficial for that DAO. So think right. of a traditional uh, company where the stakeholders or the shareholders, you know, hold a majority of, of the, sh- the shares within the company or the CEO who has the ultimate say in that particular company. In, in the DAO, there's no such leader, right? Everyone is their own master if you will and they all control their own destiny by the amount of tokens they have in their hands and that allows them to to speak and act on behalf of the DAO. gotcha yeah so DAOs are a little bit of a, a phenomenon um that are gaining a lot of traction so you know as we are in the bull market um we're recording kind of the day before thanksgiving here november 24th uh 2021 mm-hmm. and We've seen some interesting cycles, right? Like in this bull market, um, while everyone's waiting for the big boys to explode, we kind of had like, you know, a dog coin or a meme coin craze. And then we've had a little bit of kind of an altcoin pump. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've had, you know, all of this, you know, all of the um, kind of the meme coin interest that's rolled over into metaverse related coins. And now the new kind of craze seems to be DAOs. Um, yeah. A lot of attention has kind of moved towards DAOs. And I guess the question that I would have is, are all DAOs kind of similar or do they vary depending on kind of, you know, what chain they sit on and, you know, you know, what their, what their end goals are? Yeah. I think the best way to put it is not that not all DAOs are created equal. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, um, it does vary in terms of uh, what types of um, DAOs we're talking about or what chains they're on. Um, I think as of right now, my understanding is that there there isn't like a specific, um, you know, kind of a formality like these DAOs usually follow. Most of them, assuming they have already issued a token. Uh, I've seen people issuing tokens on Ethereum or on um, BSC or many other chains, right? Depending on the types of tokens that, that you know, that they're trying to issue and also like the user's um, behavior and, and, you know, kind of their the economic ability to, to transact. Uh, as you know, how ridiculous the, the gas fees has been on, on the Ethereum chain. So not every member, every community member has the capability to be able to easily transact and move tokens on the Ethereum chain, uh, which leads to many DAOs starting to issue their tokens on some alternative layer one or layer two chains um, to make the transacting of coins much easier. Right. And like, um, so, so there's a couple like for, I guess some of the newer users and and folks that are just getting into crypto, you're going to hear DAO a lot out there, right? You're going to hear, um, you know, you're going to hear something like DAO maker, um, which is a platform and a tool out there that's used to kind of do early stage investment in various different projects. You're going to hear things like Olympus DAO. I think that we talked about a little bit last week. Right. Um, Time Wonderland, Invictus DAO, um, Snowbank, you know, the, the, the Ponzi-nomic types, <laughs> types of DAOs <laughs> that are out there. There are other DAOs that's just a collective of folks that get together and make kind of group investments together. Yeah. Um, right. Is, so, so it varies, right? Yeah. I mean, any anyone can form a DAO. Like you and I, we can form a DAO tomorrow. Um, we can get a few friends together and form our own DAO and then give it a mission, give it a purpose, uh, maybe give it a coin. <laughs> and then we can start, you know, working towards our mission uh, by having this, this autonomous digital organization, um, you know, really what's 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 different about with between the, the DAO and a traditional um, um, organization is that it, a it's decentralized you know everyone has um, assuming you know you have a similar amount of coins or tokens you have the same voting power and b um, it's like pure transparency right whatever you do needs to go through the government governance process and uh, it needs to be go on chain so all the records will be on chain all the voting records will be on chain uh, which means there's no cheating, there's no uh, bribery or anything, you know, that would make make it more similar like a traditional organization or even company or country where there's like, you know, corruption or some other shady stuff going on. So the, the existence of blockchain removes that pos- possibility. Right. So the, the anonymity to a degree kind of 
eliminates some of that, uh, you know, funny business that goes on, I guess, uh, with, uh, with normal types of organizations. Um, not For sure. to say that all are like that, but you know, there's a little bit of, uh, you know, an inevitable sin that kind of comes into that kind of stuff. So, um, I think, that's a pretty good description of what a DAO is, right? It's kind of yeah. this decentralized organization that has a, that has a goal in mind, and they they issue some kind of token that provides a level of governance and voting within that organization. Mm-hmm. And depending on type, you know, the type of goal, that DAO may be an investment vehicle. It may just be an organization. Um, it may. It may be something, you know, like a, a treasury of money that people put together to buy, like the fucking constitution, right? <laughs> Could be that as well, right? So, who would have thought? Yeah, who would have thought? thought? All right, let's talk about Constitution Dow. Um, you do what the hell is Constitution Dow? Yeah, so Constitution Dow is a Dow that was formed uh, in the past couple of weeks in an effort to putting a bid um, in the auction for for the for a very rare copy of the constitution uh, on the Sotheby's. So this this all happened in the past week or so. And basically they started out as like a small DAO, uh, just a, a bunch of people. Um, I would say th- these are, are not anonymous people. So these are real people uh, who have a good track record of like community organizing and uh, in crypto as well. They, they put the team together and then they started like mission to to make a bid for that for that particular copy of the constitution and by the way that copy was one of the i believe 12 rare copies of the constitution um so that's why it was so uh, important um and then makes it super rare and um so what's what's so special about the story is that they raised about 40 million over 40 million dollars uh, in the span of a little bit over a week and they were really at the center of media attention, um, trying to make that bid, uh, while you know just become becoming these these super interesting DAO in the in the past week or so. And what happens during the the auction is that um, they they actually failed to 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 buy buy the auction because uh, somebody else over, uh, outbid them. Um, I believe it ends up being. Of all people, Ken Griffin from Citadel bid forty-seven million dollars to outbid them, and uh, actually got the copy home. So that was kind of the did story. You say forty-seven million? 47? 40, forty-seven million. Yeah. And and what did they? What did the Constitution Dow Group bid again? Was it like twenty-seven? They bid forty-three million. Wow. So so that's the thing, right? That's like it's great what they're doing, but at the same time, it's kind of stupid in my opinion because. You basically coming to the auction, letting your opponents know like how much money, what's your maximum bid is, and they only need to bid like one dollar above your maximum. So, which is kind of, I'm like whatever, right? But but the point is, is, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, so but what's so interesting about that is they later clarified, um, to the public in the Discord that they they could have bid a little bit higher. Like they could even come up to 50, 50, uh, sorry, $45 million, but they didn't. And part of that is because in order to fully maintain and secure um, what they have bid, they would have spent a lot of money to insure. And also um, there's a lot of maintenance fee and things like that. 
which would have cost them a lot, a lot more money than what they have with having the treasury. So yeah, so that's why they they stopped at forty three and they got outbid, and they just lost the the auction. However, what's more interesting is what happened after the the auction. So we already know that they they didn't have enough money to pay for the for the constitution, and they decided right after the auction that they're going to. Oh, by the way, so for all the people who 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 put their money into Constitution Dow, they were promised a uh, refund from Constitution Dow. So what Constitution Dow did at that moment was to tell them that hey, we're going to refund all of your money. And、uh, we're gonna issue a new token called、uh, We the People (WTP) token. So at that point, instead of、um, People token, there's gonna be a new token called WTP that's going to replace the the We the People token. So that's why many people, after they announced that announced it, they started to to dump their、uh, People token, including myself.、Um, I think I talked about last week when when I bought when I. Make the contribution.、Um, you know, I just thought it was like a fun exercise. You know, I just put some money down, and you know, I didn't expect any return on it.、Um, but when they announced that they were going to refund the money to each donor,、uh, I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna just wait and see my my dollar goes to zero. And I just decided to to redeem it.、Um, however, there's another twist to it. And then two days later. They announced. They made another announcement by saying that instead of instead of having taken a snapshot and issuing a new WTP token, they're gonna just do away with all of that. So they're gonna just allow people to redeem their tokens directly.、Um, I believe at a one to one millionth ratio between ETH and、um, the People token. So there won't be any new tokens. You can still keep your People tokens if you want, but if you you want to. Basically, get a refund. You can still redeem your people tokens to your Ethereum that you put in the first place at one to one millionth ratio. So that creates a a floor price for for the people tokens, right? Because because anytime and by the way, it's like forever. You can you can do the redemption anytime you want, five years from ten years from now. So instead of instead of um kind of. Making the the people token useless, now people token has a pricing floor, so it will never go to zero. And every any time somebody redeems the tokens, their people tokens into Ethereum, they will burn the smart contract will automatically burn the people tokens, and by sending those tokens into black hole, you will basically have fewer and fewer people tokens, right? So now it becomes this economically, it becomes like this this this、um, deflationary model where where the people token continue to decrease, and the, the demand theoretically would continue to go up. You know, if you think about the fundamental aspect, which we will talk about in a second,、um, but just economically, it just makes no sense to sell it, right? So that's why、um, if you you're putting aside all of the the, the historical and the cultural aspect. But economically, it makes sense to keep your people tokens. So, can can you actually still buy it? Like, if people are, you know, redeeming them and they're getting burned, like, is there still a mechanism to buy people? Yeah, yeah. So they have set up a、uh, Uniswap、um, pool. 
under one of decentralized exchange protocols. So I believe there are three pools. There's one one between um people and ETH. There's one between um people and USDC. Uh, I believe there's another one, but I forgot what the the corresponding token is. But basically, these token pools have been set up so that people can can transact, can exchange between their coins, and um you can do that anytime you want. Like this, there's no I think people uh, constitution that was very clear about they don't encourage, but they also don't prohibit prohibit people from trading on those coins and theoretically you could trade between your eth and people token anytime you know you want and how for however much you want interesting so those that are getting converted within that pool aren't a part of um are they technically a part of of that that original i guess confined amount of tokens that were created so they are um like meaning is there a chance for the supply to increase if people just continuously convert ethereum to people well they well they won't be able to mint anymore so basically the minting well you can continue to mint if you like donated like a week ago you can continue to mint um people but the amount of people who haven't claimed their people tokens is very small and in fact, the the amount of minting is smaller than the amount of people who are redeeming their their ETH back, meaning that more people now are burning their people's tokens than people um, than people tokens being created. So that's why it creates these like deflationary pressure on the circulation of people. So the only way you can continue to add to people is is for the people who haven't. Uh, who have donated but have not re- redeemed their by redeem I mean the first time when they um you know change their ETH into into people tokens, and that number is very small. However, there's more people now they're trying to change their 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 people back into ETH. Um, but whenever they do that, they're burning the people tokens that's already in circulation. So effectively, you're yeah you're getting fewer 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 less and less circulation of people tokens. So, okay. So, so they decided to keep, you know, to keep kind of the, the token alive. Like what else are they planning to do now that they uh, kind of backed away from, you know, that, that idea of, of buying the constitution. Yeah. And then, you know, what's like, what's the next twist in this uh, constitution Dow saga? <laughs> I think the latest twist in the saga is that they just today, they've decided to, to step out of it. Altogether, um, they're going to basically disband um, the Constitution DAO, um, but not not in the sense that it's no longer going to be in existence, but in the sense that there won't be any leaders or any people running the DAO. Instead, it's going to become a fully decentralized DAO. So they're going to uh, discontinue the Discord. It's become it's going to become a, a read-only mode in I believe fourteen days. And um, all of the existing smart contracts will continue to run, um, meaning that people can still claim and redeem their tokens. However, there won't be any "quote unquote" um, members or leaders within the group uh, who will tell you, you know, what we're going to do next. And it's going to be a, become a truly decentralized organization run by the people, for the people, of the people. Wow, and- that's powerful stuff. Yeah, yeah, and, and what's so interesting about that is that's exactly 
how uh, Satoshi Nakamoto or what what he did or what they did, um, you know, after they they established the Bitcoin protocol, um, they basically just left it running. You know, once once they set up the the initial process, they just left it to leave it running, uh, which you know helps Bitcoin to become what it is today. Um, I think they're basically mimicking that same action by leaving it. Uh, I think that's probably the smartest thing they have done so far, in my opinion. I'll let uh, Dr. Craig Wright know that you think so fondly of him and uh, all of his work there at Bitcoin. Um, so, like, wh- why should people care about people? <laughs> why yeah. should people care about the, the people token and, and contribution? Yeah. yeah, great question. I think so far we only talked about the economic aspect. And by the way, this is not like, you know, meant to be like investment advice. And I personally do hold some people tokens. Um, but what I I care more about uh, is kind of the historical or the cultural aspect of it. Like think about, you know, we mentioned like, I don't know, Pledge of Allegiance or, or um, a Gettysburg speech by Lincoln. And like all of that is really telling us like the power of people, right? Like. You, 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 yeah, you were born here, and I was, I was born in China, and growing up in China, like I know how hard it is for people to maintain control of their own destiny. Um, just being in a kind of dictatorial um, sovereignty nation, it just becomes impossible for us to be able to speak our own mind and, you know, kind of express our own opinions. Even freedom, freedom of speech is kind of a luxury. And if you grew up in this type of environment, you need this kind of, every time you see uh, like a powerful expression of, of people's power, you just become very attracted to it, uh, which is one of the main reasons I moved to the U.S. in the, in the first place, is just being able to, to you know, have more freedom, have more um, autonomy uh, over my own decisions, my own free will, and my freedom of speech. And if you take that to a new net level in the web-free uh, in the web free world, I think Constitution DAO is telling us, right, you can have your own freedom, you know, by by holding these tokens. People people tokens is a uh, is a symbol of, of freedom, in my opinion. It tells you in the web free world you can maintain control of your own destiny by holding a coin. And that is not just, you know, trying to make make a buck on your coins, but also like by holding the people coins, you become part of the DAO. That signify you know freedom. That signifies your ability to 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 make your own decisions, and by holding that tokens, you're also building consensus with with everyone else within that DAO. Like, what more commonality do we need than being a person, right? People is the ultimate common common denominator among all of us, right? Like, we can sit here and talk about dog coins, and everyone loves dogs. But yes. dogs, people beat dogs. People are greater than dogs, in my opinion. I'm sorry, Philly, but like this is like the ultimate consensus building mechanism that we are sharing in common. So right. yeah, that's why I'm, I'm super, super bullish on this. Yeah, and you know, insert insert dog uh, joke there uh, because you know I, I certainly could. But no, I, I think you you touched on a really like important point. And we talked about it a bit last week with, with Andy on the show. Um, you know, like this is part of the reason why we're doing this, right, everyone? It's the idea is you want some level of financial freedom. And that's really such a um, 
it, it's becoming a, a reality with something with the technology that the blockchain provides and, and that cryptocurrency provides. Um, and you can really take um, hold of and control of your own assets, your own future, and and generally create some you know higher level of freedom and autonomy for yourself and your family, right? If you um, you know do get involved with um, kind of you know what the what the the writing's on the wall, right? Crypto's here to stay. I mean, um, it's expanding, and um, the use cases we're seeing it bleed into our day day to day lives. And you know, it's it's really powerful what you said, you do. I think about Constitution Dow um, that you still have a collective of people that got together for one distinct goal, and you know, the leaders of that said, "Hey, we're you know we're going to step away," and and you have a large contingency of people that are saying, "No, we're we're here. We're we're here as the people, um, and we're going to continue on right in a truly um, decentralized and autonomous fashion." So. I think that's awesome and um, uh, pretty pretty interesting story. Uh, Absolutely, we we are up. we are all constitutional DAO. You and me and everyone else who who holds the people token, we are all part of the DAO. Like, there's no leader, there's no um, despot, there's no like you know dictator or anything like that. Right? We all we all maintain control of our own destiny, and it's across right. border, it's across culture, it's it's across language, gender, race, etc. This is the ultimate revolution. I know I'm sounding like crazy right now. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a little, you know, we are a legion type of thing, but right. it's it's cool. Um, I guess the question I would have, you know, since you were involved in that discord is, mm -hmm. do you know how the DAO's going to continue to um, organize? Are they going to form like another discord? Is there going to be another medium, like a telegram group that they'll be able to communicate in? Or right. is that been decided yet? Or is it kind of still early days for that? I think part of that is is being discussed uh, as we as we speak. Uh, I know they're supposed to come up with a kind of a next steps uh, in fourteen days. So we don't know what that next step is going to look like. Whether they're going to try to um, they meaning these these group of people who put it together in the first place. Um, whether they're going to create a a new DAO or are they going to um, just let it run its course? We know for a fact that they're going to let the DAO itself run its own course but um, that doesn't mean uh, they won't do any other additional new initiatives uh, that's similar to constitutional DAO. so yeah i mean I'm, I'm holding my breath for it and meanwhile what, what i'm already seeing is um like a series of decentralized DAOs that's being formed uh almost like a sub DAO within the constitutional DAO um, that are starting to to carry on its mission um, I'm personally in a few of few of those those sub DAOs. Um, we're already talking about trying to you know rally people's um, you know spirits and trying to get more people get involved. Um, some of them are are based in China. They're talking about how do we form our own DAO and trying to change change things. And this this gets beyond you know just constitutional, just the U.S. itself, right? It's, it, for me, it's an international thing. And it's going to to cross the the chasm and allowing people to really express themselves. And you know, I really think this could be an inflection point um, in the crypto world. And we're talking about something that's going to really bridge over to to the ordinary people, right? We're gonna get to them. Like I'm hearing people who have never used crypto before. They're buying people token from Uniswap, paying gas for the first time, like you know 
paying $150 just to make a transaction on, on, B, on Uniswap B3 today. And that's never heard of, right? And then that kind of energy, that kind of spirit, that's something that we'd like to see. Like we want people to get engaged, get involved and try to change things. And I think this could be the ultimate catalyst for those type of things, uh, adventures to happen. Yeah, I mean, if you get a shitload of money together, um, you can do a lot of crazy things in the world. Um, and if you couple that with, you know, a legion of people who are collectively moving towards the same goal, you know, it's not a governmental organization, it's not a, a corporation, it's not like, you know, your traditional um, types of communities that are out there. I think you can actually make uh, real change, right? And I'm excited to see where that goes. So, absolutely. Um, yep. Yeah. And if Great. you can make some bucks along the way, that wouldn't hurt either. Sure. Yeah. That's, that's, that's good. I mean, that's part of the, one of the tenets of being more free, right? Is having yeah. um, more capital. So, um, anything else on the Constitution DAO? You? No, no. I think, I think that that's pretty much it. So uh, I'm just going to sit here and watch people token to go to $1. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's um, let's see where that goes, and um, you know we'll we'll keep the folks updated. Um, just as we wrap up here, um, it's Thanksgiving here in the U.S. So for any of our um, listeners here, um, you know, just just want to say um, that I'm thankful for um, you know the opportunity to try and educate as many people as we can. Um, this is like really fun for us, and it's been a really fun experience. I'm thankful for my co-host for kind of nudging me to do this um, <laughs> because it's, you know, I do like to talk and, uh, uh, you know, make nonsense jokes, but I also, it's been a really enlightening journey thus far and I'm, I'm really thankful for that. So just wanted to put that out there before we wrapped up. Yeah. And personally, I'm also very thankful to have you, Fodi, as my co-host. It's been so much fun uh, working on this podcast with you. And I also enjoy, very much enjoy your random jokes and singing and other shenanigans uh in the angel parts so i do i'm thankful for you for that yeah yeah i'm i am uh i'm here for something for for some good stuff um <laughs> you know but i think i think i think the the really great thing about all this stuff is that uh you know crypto and you know bitcoin's been around since like what 2013 like we're coming up on a decade of it and there's still so many folks that don't know don't understand and it's it's really powerful um just um, being able to point people into the right direction. And again, thank you guys all from the, from the bottom of my heart. Um, and, uh, from the new kids on the block podcast, thank you guys. And, uh, we will be back hopefully sometime soon. Uh, maybe, maybe next week, maybe earlier, um, to kind of talk about the state of the market, but, uh, just want to put this bonus out and enjoy your Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Bye guys. What is on the street you found someone? I guess now it goes to tone.